What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Oh, man. What are we doing here, Ray? Well, you said you know how to start the pod, so go ahead. I know you, I know you, had to, I know you know how to start the pod because you're the ones that usually hits the button, so I know you know how to hit the button, so hit the damn buttons. It's not as funny as your stories, but I was going to the break room to get to the water cooler and get some water. Yeah, it's a water cooler talk. And I run into the dude from upstairs with the hip-hop station. Yeah. Rarely do we talk or see each other. They have their own layer. We're down here. Have you guys had you had a conversation with this individual before, or is this the first time you guys interacted? We typically back in the day would say hi. We'd have sentences. Sometimes he parks right next to me. That's cool. But my point is this: because of the pandemic, it's made people weird socially interacting. So I go to the water. I'm coming back, and he's standing right in the middle of the walkway because they placed our mailboxes. They're in the corner. Yeah, they built that thing, that new thing. And they look like jail mailboxes. They honestly aren't very attractive or aesthetically pleasing. They look like shit, quite frankly. Correct. So he's staring at his mail. I guess he doesn't know exactly where his box is in particular. And so I'm just standing there. And instead of moving out of the way, he proceeded to continue standing right there in the walkway looking for his mailbox. And then he noticed I was right next to him. So he finally took a step forward. And at that point, what would he should he do? Oh, my bad. Or, hey, how's it going, man? How you been? And so I said, excuse me. And he just steps forward and never said one thing to me. Maybe is, he was focused, man. Is that what's happened since the pandemic? Is that where we're at? I mean, we are at that point. It's sort of like if you, I don't know how many walks you go on because you live in an apartment complex, so you may not notice this as much. But we go walking around the neighborhood and people have changed. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. Like, people have really changed oh, since what? the pandemic. It's like, you're not allowed to be on the same sidewalk as them, or it's like, what are you doing? Really? You are walking down the sidewalk, and say you're headed north, and a lady is coming south. How's it going, Missy? No. No, you don't even talk to each other, because one of you is going to give in and going to exit the sidewalk and either cross the street or walk in the road. 
Oh, it, some person will risk their life in traffic so that you don't stay on the sidewalk at the exact same time. One hundred percent. I see people do it all the time. <laughs> we'll be walking, just going on a little walk through the neighborhood, and people will be walking towards us. And the sidewalk is big enough where you know it's sort of like a two lane road. You know, you go on the left side, I go on the right side. It, it's like walking in an airport or a concert or a you know a venue. You have walkways. If you're going that way, you walk on that side. You walk this way, you're going that way on the left hand side. So there's plenty of room on the sidewalk, but it's like ever since the pandemic, because when the pandemic is like, oh, I don't want to get COVID. It's airborne. Like, I'm going to move over here. Don't get near me. People are still trained or conditioned or they have mentally switched how you're supposed to walk on the sidewalk and they will literally get off the sidewalk and walk across the street. And I'm like, guys, we are, we're past that. Like, we can walk on the same sidewalk. It is okay. USA, USA. Hey, Cindy, nice hanger. No, Cindy doesn't talk to you because Cindy's bailing to the other side of the street. I get it with the bikers, but walker on walker? Walker on walker. <laughs> well, that was awkward. <laughs> Don't get hit by a car. Ouch! <laughs> it's amazing. But then, I'll be honest, there is times I've felt the pressure and I've bailed. Wait, you, you're the one that's kind of starting it at No, times? no, no. They, I, I can see the look in their eyes like, are you really going to walk on the sidewalk with me? I usually bail when it's dog on dog. Okay. Just because you never know how their dog's going to be, how your dog's going to react. So you, going dog on dog is a little risky. So I understand that. Stroller on stroller? Stroller on stroller, stay on the same sidewalk. Plenty of room. The, sidewalks are supposed to be legal measurements seven feet. Yes, you're you're good. I I know that you can make it with stroller on stroller. That's fine. Bike on bike, you know, person on person, family on family. You can make jokes about, oh, we're just taking over the sidewalk. Stupid jokes like that. But when it's just human on human, the bail the bail to the other sidewalk, I'll never understand it. The the hill I run at my place, I document it well on the Sore Losers podcast Instagram, and it's a smaller sidewalk because it's inside of an apartment complex. Yes. So it's about half that size, so it is kind of awkward if both people stay on the sidewalk. Well, I'm running, so I stay on the sidewalk, and most of the times people stay on there. It's maybe just the uh, personality of our apartment complex. There's not going to be people bailing. You're, they're fine with people on people. Yes. But what I have noticed is, unless the person knows me, or it's somebody saying hi, it's the friendly type people, There's it's polar opposite. Either people are super friendly and want to talk for 30 minutes, or these chicks that are going up to the pool, isn't it normal to say, hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Bro, they don't even look at me. They look at the ground. Um, okay, I guess we don't greet anybody. I We brush shoulders, and there's no eye contact made. I don't understand the, if you're walking and you walk by each other, what's up? And they don't say anything back. <laughs> like, it, it, it really is weird. Here. I'm like, and I'll be like, oh, cool, no? All right, cool, cool. All right, and I just keep on walking. What the hell, man? How's it? Morning. Nothing. All right. Nothing back. Like, it just makes no sense. Like, do they not hear you? Do they have, but they don't have, I look and they don't have headphones on. They don't have earbuds in. So I'm, it's a little confusing to me how they don't even acknowledge that you just said hi to them or morning, what's up? Or the head nod, the, you know, just the kind of flick of the wrist, like, hey. What's up, homie? Like, I, I notice you. I see you. I know you exist. What's Gucci? Yeah. But, uh, I believe it's honestly our world is heading to the hell in a handbasket. Is that what it is? I don't know, but we're in a weird trend, and I, it's just been as of the last couple of years. Well, I think I think COVID, the whole seclusion thing, I think it damaged people psychologically, uh, and it did also damage them 
How do I say that? Um, what is the word? Um, An entomologist, right? No, not entomology, not etymology. It is um, the study of people. Socially, that's what I was trying to think of. Because You social elitist son of a bitch! They hadn't interacted with people in two years. And so getting back out there and interacting, you forgot your interaction skills. You forgot the social skills that you learned your entire life, and you're trying to relearn them. It's sort of like getting in a car wreck and not knowing how to walk, and you have to relearn how to walk. It takes a while, and I think it's going to take a few years for us to get back to that spot. Remember back in the day we used to give hugs? I mean, that's just non-existent. Yeah, you don't hug strangers anymore. You don't- no, our coworkers. No, I don't really remember. I mean, Didn't we used to hug the artists, and now there's never any hugs? Some artists, yes. Not that I give a rip, but it is. And I mean, every artist that came in, we used to get a picture with them. Now we're just like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's just jaded. <laughs> it might be jaded. But are you going to start the show, or are you yeah, going to hit it? here you all go. Right. Here you go. Is Arnold here today? Yeah, I'm over here! Arnold, just stay in that corner. Last couple times you've come up here... It's you've gotten too close, frankly, and I heard in people's cars it's freaking them out when I start hitting you, and I really got to stop doing that because it doesn't set a good example for parents. I'm gonna do it live, Miss Arnold. Okay. Stay back there, over there. I'm in the far corner. We're gonna do it live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts. My sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. It is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville, Tennessee with Bazer, my wife. We have a white picket fence at our apartment complex. We have 2.5 kids at the fertility clinic. And that's basically all that I got. Lunch over to you. Right now, I'm probably on the beaches of Florida. I don't know. If, I, I think it's white sand. I don't know. Maybe it's gray sand. I don't like the beach, but I am here. I'm hanging out, and that's fine. Ray, you're where are you right now? Dominican Republic. Do they have white sandy beaches? They do. Yeah, I mean, it's some of the best water and sand you've ever seen. In your are life. you at a resort that is all inclusive? It is all inclusive. I went to a different resort. I believe it was Bravado seven years ago, and we saw this other resort, and we said, "Oh, from across the water," and you're like, "That looks like the cool kids." What's that other resort? And then I started scrolling through Instagram, and NBA players were staying there. Professional athletes were staying there. They were getting more pictures on Instagram. Influencers were there. I said, we ever get a chance, babe, we're staying at that resort, and that's the one we're staying at. Oh, I love it. That's pretty cool. I don't know anything. I, I don't even know how you find these places. On I guess you just do your research. I don't ever look stuff up. Dude, we've discovered the Dominican Republic simply by looking on Instagram, typing in different countries, different locations, different places in the Caribbean, and finding the best water. And then we went from there, found a resort, found a plane ticket, found a week off, found some money, and went. Do they? What do they do? In the, do you ever leave the resort in the Dominican or no? You just stay there because I don't know anything about it. Is it a dangerous area? It are is. you just in the beach or are you going on excursions? You know how they have those, oh, come climb a mountain or go jet skiing. Well, be real with you. They put up a warning. They said don't go excursion it off the property. Got I it. guess there's a danger alert. I don't know if it's Norcon 1, but I don't know how serious it is. But they did say don't. But there, there's excursions where you can go on dune buggies. You can go to... There's a bunch of different, you go see how coffee's made, I don't know. But we're not doing any of that. There was one, we were going to go to this island, and then you read some stuff that there's bees there, and they said, oh, the- Oh, no, there's bees? Yeah, and they said sometimes no. the driver of the boat on the way home is a little reckless, and I don't want to die in the Dominican Republic. 
<laughs> so we, we just stay on the resort. There's a wave rider, one of those things that make fake waves. Okay, like yeah. a wave pool. Yeah, so, but not that. It's one of those where you can surf on it and stuff. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, okay, they have it at Schlitterbahn. Yep. Like, you go down, you get on the boogie board, and they have the... We can rock that. There's, uh, they said that I believe there's like 16 pools. We have a hot tub in our room. There's, uh, we also discovered there's, uh, there's a casino. Nice. And then I also stumbled upon uh, that casino uh, um, has a sports book. Oh! 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 <laughs> so, Whoa! So, what you know about rolling down in the deep? <laughs> so, the trip changed a little bit. If there's a rainy day, rain no more. Oh, gonna it's going to be raining so, chips. Dude, it's going to be raining chips on me, baby. <laughs> so, that, that's basically the rundown of that. Did you figure this place out? Did Bob Minnery post from this place? Is that how yeah. you discovered the Dominican Republic? No, honestly, I tried to figure out the athlete. I never could find it. I believe it was Jimmy Butler, some NBA star. I believe they just won the championship, and I was some reason scrolling through their Instagram, and I saw this dope beach, and I go, Dominican Republic, we stayed there. Oh, what resort is this? And seven years later, I was able to afford finally that resort. So, yes, guys, we this, this podcast, we have a little bit of new material, but also – we are posting Bob Minnery unedited. When we put it up, there was bleeps. People complained they wanted to hear the unedited. And so now we're going to give you the unedited. But I'm just going to warn you, there are curse words after curse words after cuss words after cuss words after swear words after swear words after swear words. There are a lot. Are you, a lot. Are you getting serious? Of bad language. Ray, I say that word a lot. I don't think you, I do. Oh, you say swear words. I do, I believe, F-bomb. At one point, there's a stretch of about 10 seconds where we may have fired 10 F-bombs. And that's fine. So I just <laughs> want to know, like, I, I know you're paranoid about things, and we had discussed it before we posted, and I was like, I don't think you need to bleep. I think you're fine. Why did you feel like you needed to bleep some of those cuss words? Because he was talking about his ex-girlfriend, girlfriend semi at the time. Now they're for sure broken up, and he's sad about it. He even went on a rant on Instagram. But... <sighs> Poor he was, Bob. He was talking about it, and he was talking about hooking up, and he was being vulgar. He was saying stuff, bedroom talk. It just came across, compared to the Bobby Bone Show, we're very Big up, show. Big show and polished. It came across as uh, R-rated. And Sorry. so you got, you started getting paranoid, and you just started bleeping randomly. <laughs> Like you just started like like randomly like okay I'll let ten go and then I'll bleep one and then I'll let none go and bleep three in a row. Was there any kind of like um, strategy to where you were bleeping and where you weren't bleeping? Well, you're talking about the one I bleeped previously. This one's unbleeped, totally yes. unbleeped. But at the time, I was very particular about it, and I listened to the beeps, and I listened to the perfect audio volume, and I realized they were too sharp of a beep. And I was like, if there's going to be 100 beeps, it's got to be pleasant to the ear. Here, this is just one bleep that I'm doing in a million. Like, what the f***? That one can be a little bit louder. But I was using the bleep button so much, it started to seem like it would annoy a person's ear. So I took down a, a certain amount of decibel levels. Not to get too technical, that's inside baseball. And then I didn't want there to be too many bleeps, because then people are going to get annoyed by the bleeps. But I also wanted the bleeps to block out a majority of the swears at the beginning of the interview, just in case upper management was rocking that one. <laughs> and so then towards the end, it tapered off. I didn't do as many bleeps. But I really just, my key is for me not to be annoying, you not to be annoying, the bleeps to not be annoying, the swear words to not be annoying. 
So I was a perfectionist on that first one. This one is just raw and uncut. I am still in shock that this dude has this many followers and we were able to book him because we've hit up Roger Clemens and he doesn't have very many followers. He said, if you want me to come on your podcast, just email me. And I emailed him and it's been almost a month and damn, Roger Clemens hadn't responded. Brandon Miller, I DM'd him on Instagram. He doesn't have that many followers. I DM'd him because he was working out with my wife in Nashville and he never responded. And he gets drafted to the Charlotte Hornets, and we're never going to hear from him again. He's never going to come on the pod. Great. Awesome. So what has Bob Minnery been doing since he's been on our pod? What has his life been like? Tell us something. What is going on? Well, it's been sad. It's been actually pretty dark. He went out to L.A. He b- bounces back and forth. He's in Chicago. because John Sarasani has a mansion in Chicago. Who? John Sarasani. Got he's, it. He's a business professional. He's popular for the 2,000% raise. Oh, you, you want a 2,000 fucking percent raise? Then you be your own boss. W2, W who? Never heard of him. He's insane. Good I God. think he played, he played for like Notre Dame, and then now he's just insane. Amazing. And he randomly was on Below Deck, and I just realized it was him that was on Below Deck, but he's best friends with Menory. Okay. So Menory lives in Boston, he has a spot in L.A., and he has a spot in Chicago. But he went to L.A., bro, and it got dark. Apparently he was at John Sarasani's apartment Meet, he met up with his ex, Summer, had crazy breakup hookups, got sad. So the one that he broke up right before he got here? Yeah, and he met back up with her. He was going to do a podcast where they hash things out. Then she gives him a restraining order, and then she hooks up with him the next night. And he's freaking out on his, on his Instagram going, F this chick, F my life, she's effing with my head. And he starts naming all the cities of guys that she banged. And starts just calling him out. Oh, my God. And so the whole time, he's just, he wasn't sleeping. And every time he got more and more depressed, he took an Adderall. And every time he got sad, he drank more. So remember when he was here with us, how he was on this thing where he didn't drink yeah. for a week? Well, yeah, he's, he's, all, he's all back on the Zaps. He's got the Brewskis, the Michelob Lattes. All of them, dude. Wow. So, but we, yeah. so he got hit with the restraining order. And, and But then John Sarasani did an intervention. And met him out there in L.A. at his condo, and he goes, "Hey, you got to get your shit together." There's John the, Sarasani. Th- this weekend, or it was, I guess it was last weekend, wherever we're playing this bad boy. Yeah, they had their event in Chicago, and Bob had to go talk. And Bob goes, "John, you seriously want me to talk at your convention? If you go to me in this state, I'm going to be there in the corner with all my favorite people and a rope hanging around my neck." And John's like, "Dude, I need you to talk at this convention for ten minutes. We put." you on all the brochures so he's supposed to go talk i don't know if he does golly <laughs> john goes we promised all these investors you're gonna do a dinner with us and bob's pale white he's been on adderall for two straight weeks he hasn't stopped drinking but i believe right now he's in chicago that is so funny <laughs> so all the stuff you're gonna hear in this interview he doesn't drink anymore he doesn't do zippies zappies boomers he doesn't do any of that well he's back on it this is i mean (laughs) this is unbelievable john sarasani said it best he goes bob i've never i meet people though when they're in a breakup and they get sad they drink they smoke weed they do this he goes i've never met somebody the more sad they get the more adderall they take because it was making bob more emotional so then on his instagram (laughs) he was crying he would do a video and be crying because he was on zippies Oh, my God. And then they filmed a podcast. I'm not going to promote it because he didn't promote ours. They filmed it, and Bob's saying 
oh yeah, I'm gonna get an intervention. I'm I'm an alcoholic. Oh yeah, I'm addicted to pills. And John's like, no, we'll we'll cut that. We'll cut that. Don't, you don't have to address any of that. We'll we'll take that out. But then they didn't take it out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like our style. They just forgot to take it out. Oh my god, dude, dude, dude it's a, it's been hilarious. Oh, oh man, okay. <sighs> and I just looked up John Sirianni. Sarasati. Yeah, there. He, oh, you want to hear from Batter's Box? Yeah. Let's see what he's got to say. Hello. Hello. What up? What's going down? Oh, are you shocked I answered or what? Yeah. Well, I told you I'd call you back the other night, and I forgot. Yeah. What up? Oh, I was just, uh, you see the, uh, you can't go to Florida, dude. People are drowning. <laughs> I know. I saw that, dude. I I, I know. I, I saw that. But they, they haven't been drowning in the part where we were at. You sure? Corona Cove? No, that's where Eddie goes. <laughs> we uh we go we go a little down farther down towards Tampa. So I, I don't know if people are drowning there or not. I have no idea. Okay, you're on the show. I'm out. No, no, you're not out. You're not out. You're not out. <laughs> why why would you be out? I don't know. I don't have anything interesting to talk about. Hey, did you ever listen to the Bob Minery podcast? Of course. What'd you think? I downloaded, subscribed, and liked. Okay, well, yeah, it, good. hey, we are releasing the unedited version, no bleeps. I'm in. Did you like him? When Was he? Going, when is this going down? This is going down today. Nice. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I'll, it, I'll immediately listen. Or at least I'll download it. And what about if we have Sore Losers Coaches Convention 3? Are you going to attend or are you going to like not attend like the first two? It just depends. Wow. I got a lot going on. I'm a busy person. I mean, what? A, all right. I mean, cool. And someone. I need e more details. I need more details. When is it? Now, it would be the same weekend it is every time. MLK Day weekend. Oh. Um. Yeah, maybe. Oh, my gosh. That excitement really went out the window there. And uh, <laughs> what was going to tell you? Someone emailed. And they are a new listener of the pod. Their girlfriend has listened the whole time. And he started listening because she got him into it. And he kind of came on board when that quitter quit the show. And he said, it's been great. And he goes, I've been going back and listening to old episodes that she tells me are classic. And he goes, I got to give a special shout out to Batter's Box. I mean, this is a smart dude. Who is it? Uh, he's a guy. He's from uh, Boston. I know that. He lives in Boston. I forgot his name. I don't oh, have my computer in front of me. All right. All nice. Right. Welcome to the uh, coaches' world. Love yeah. it. All right, culture. Uh, anything hey. else you want? Anything else you want to say? Yeah. So I was looking at that. Uh, the the Yankees dude threw a perfect game last night. Did yeah. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Got you, Jermaine. <laughs> Was it last week. Yeah. Last <laughs> week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Last week. Got it. Yeah, last week. Oh, yeah, last week. <laughs> Anyways. He's like, am I crazy? <laughs> he goes, to, he goes, it was really last week. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> yeah, what about it? So, uh, anyways, I saw that he threw 
a complete game or a perfect game, and he threw 99 pitches. And I was like, that's pretty damn, that's crazy, like the, that amount of pitches. So I then led me to Google the lowest number of pitches for a complete game. What do you think that number is? 85. 85. Yeah. So, let me just check it real quick. <laughs> Nope. Are we positive? A dude threw a complete game with 58 pitches. He, he threw a perfect game with 58 pitches? No, no, no. A complete game. He threw nine inning, complete game, 58 pitches. That's impossible. <laughs> that's crazy, right? Yeah, that's when they didn't, there was no walks. Yeah, that's like nine pitches in inning. Get out of here. That's crazy. <laughs> All he, right. He had no walks, but he did give up three hits, I think. But that's just mind boggling. Yeah, that is pretty weird. Um, yeah, I picked him up. I, I picked him up in my fantasy that morning and pitched him. And I woke up to text from. Serious? Yeah, I woke up from t to text from people saying, "Oh, the Nashville Knucklers with the perfect pickup, the morning of the wow. game." And I'm like, "Yeah, baby." That's, That's how you, It is impressive, especially when your record is 61 and 76. It's like, wow, you got, it doesn't really matter who you pick up; they're gonna usually gonna suck. But that one kind of made oh, me look like a genius. Are you going to win? No. I, well, I'm going to win. Yeah, I won that week, but, I mean, okay. I'm in eighth place. I uh, I mean, I pick up pretty much any pitcher that any pitcher that's pitching. Yeah, any pitcher that's pitching against the A's, I try to pick them up. Oh, still on the A's, huh? Yeah, they suck. And the Royals suck. And the Royals suck. Unless, you, unless you're betting on them, they suck. That's true. Oh, my God. We don't even want to talk about that. All right. We got to go. We got, we got, we got to air this Bob Minery unedited version. All right. Say bye to everybody. All right. See you later. Tell them you love them. Love you. Bye. What up, everybody? It's Batter's Box here. And all right, guys, we'll get to it. Here's the Bob Minery unedited version of the freaking pod. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. It's a really good setup for a... Yeah, we set it like our radio show. We do video for everything, and so it's like All right. a studio. Where do I talk? Just in the side like this? You can move it down. You can adjust it however you need. Okay, got it. All right, cool. So you want to talk on the top of the side? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. How's it sound, Ray? It sounds it's fucking money. Sounds money. Good. <laughs> Ray, I'm talking to you. Yes, you Ray's ready? all good. No, I got my fucking chick. She's like, don't say the private thing though. I'm like, what is she talking about? What's the private thing? I don't know. Oh, never mind. I don't know. All right, let's roll, Ray. You ready? <laughs> In regards to me? No, it, dude, it's so random. My right. wife has no idea about you, so. I love that. I didn't know what the hell she's <laughs> My wife started watching clips. First of all, guys, we got, our, we got our fish. We got our guy. Hold on, let's start it. Is it starting? It's starting. And action. We got our guy. We got Bob Minery. Ray has been talking about you for years. Years. And tells us, updates me once a week, I'm Bob Minery. What's going on with Bob Minery? Dude, he's hilarious. Start showing me your clips. Very sad, uh, very sad follow, huh? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you must like despair and just horrible dark things and whatnot. No, you got a great voice, too, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, really great voice. And well, Your voice, I mean, announcer voice. And my wife, so she starts watching your clips when I said, we're trying to reach him on DM. She's like, let me check this guy out. And she starts listening to the clips, and she's like, watching, and then you start cussing. And she's like, oh! She thought you were the real announcer. Yeah. And it shocks her uh, that happened that happened in the beginning when i started off a lot of people thought i was a real announcer but then it just kind of obviously as i grew i couldn't play that part anymore but that was my original thing to do was to make make people believe that i was a real announcer because that's Here, I, I got that bad boy i'll hit it running it himself looking end zone holy fuck yeah did anybody see announcer. that that's what they knew I wasn't a real announcer when I said, holy fuck. But then I wanted to pretend that clip that I got fired, and then it went viral more because I pretended like it was a real announcer getting fired, and that was all that. So how, like, in the beginning, you go, you're going to try to be an actor, you do that, you move to L.A., things fall apart, and then just a circumstance. You and a buddy shoot a video, you get this video that goes viral. Did you start making money right away? Yeah, I made, like, 500 bucks a post or something like that. Like, you know, when you do, like, I had some following, so I would do, like, uh, random little brand deals for 500 bucks and all that stuff. But the first big paycheck that came was the Buffalo Wild Wings, obviously, the one that, for that one. Uh, that was that was the one that I did for three years, and we were, uh, I would come into a booth just like this, and 26 sauce and seasonings, only <laughs> buffalowildwings.com, and that radio voice, you know it is. And then uh, that was that was the big first big paycheck, pay, payday that I got was, was that one. And now, like, so if I say, Bob Minery, your job is... What? Like, <laughs> uh, unemployed. That's what he was getting at. He's like, I got to know how he fucking makes money. Yeah. I'm I mean, like, dude, he, f he does so many different things. I, I have a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I, that I do stuff. I'm involved in a sports agency. You know, I do little one-off little NASCAR things. I, uh, you know, I have a marijuana business that I'm a part of that's launching all the gummies and we already did the pre-rolls. It kind of came out a little bit, eh, but, uh, we're coming heavy into the gummies selling those things. Um, you know, like 
a lot of these, the, you know, the podcast stuff that I do here and there, you know, it's pretty good money per episode if I want to do that. Obviously, I still have my payday from the f- full send shit that we had before. You're still getting paid from that? Or you're saying, no. Because you were I making mean, 20K, 50K an episode on that shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably more. Yeah. Probably more. I mean, at, the, at that point, which was, but there was just a lot of like discrepancies with all that stuff. And that's getting all handled now. Uh, but, uh, right. And you're crushing that. You're lawyering the fuck up. Got to lawyer up at some point, you know, and then there's no respect shown to you. You got to kind of somewhat lawyer up. So that's happening this month. We'll see what happens. And, you know, it's peaceful mediation. So there's no like freaking whatever. I just want to see the books. That's it. It's not that hard. That's a great question. You're if like, I, if well, I'm getting paid 30% of something, I'm like, why the hell can't I see the books? Right. And I was telling lunch, like, you couldn't advertise pre rolls. They can advertise their beer and their wax sauce and all yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, they could, they could, they, it's all stuff that they own and then I have no part of. But the big incentive for the deal for me is 30% of ad revenue. That sounds great until then it ends up being zero because all their stuff are, is owned by themselves. I'm like, right. what the hell's going on here, guys? You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of in the past. I'm kind of, you know, looking to just start fresh again. You know, I want to, I took a lot of time off after the departure with Full Send and, uh, you know, kind of just looking for different ventures to get into. Had to get my head right a little bit, kind of spiral a little bit for the past, uh, you know, few months. I went pretty hard off some different shit. And so uh, got back on addicted to pills and stuff. And so... Had to drop that fast, you know. You Cold turkey? You, did, you said you did like six Adderalls a night one time. I did. Probably four nights ago was the point where I, I realized, like, you know, I've done it before. Like seven years ago, I was a fucking, I did, you know, the bad shit, the coke. And I gave that up completely. But then, you know, I did recently the Adderall stuff is basically just the same. Exactly. Especially if you abuse it. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, if you're a normal person, you suffer from ADHD, great, and it works for you. If you don't abuse it, then it's going to work. You take it the right way, do it the right times consistently. That wasn't me. That's not me. So I would just take fucking. And then I had a little some issues with my fucking relationship shit and all that. And I just fucking took like 10 of them. Well, the Adderall just made you yourself times 10. But I mean, I mean, I was still a fucking. I was getting shit done, though, bro. I was like up three nights in a row, but I was fucking getting shit (laughs) done. Bro, I I get up at 1 a.m. So I would see your shit when I'm at the gym and just be dying laughing. Like you're fucking making power moves when the average person is just trying to holler at a girl. You're making business calls. You got phones in people's faces. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I. But the thing is, it's I I suffer from ADHD, so for me, it's like then you need it. I, yeah, but I couldn't. It didn't. It's I'm never gonna take it again. I can't. I can't. I'm not a one one and done guy. You know, I have an addictive personality, so I'm not gonna be able to fucking. I can't just take one. I just can't. It's impossible for me. So I had to drop that cold turkey, 100. percent The best was when you go to Vegas and you'd be popping zaps, dude. And <laughs> I mean, you guys would go. You'd be like, "I'm not going back out to the casino," and you'd have like Brett like lock the door and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our storyline. I love doing those little Instagram stories. They're so much fun. I believe it's like my little movie that I shoot every day. I mean, the Adderall one. I mean, I laughed out loud when this is like, like two nights ago. Yeah, saying. two nights ago, whatever. When you're like, "Oh, I gave it up," but the withdrawals are so yeah, bad, yeah, and you yeah. start shaking. And you're like, "I'm just joking, guys. I'm fine." That's just me totally bored in my fucking <laughs> house, in my room in my apartment. I came down to Nashville. I love it down here. I came down to Nashville just to chill. I mean, I picked a city. I was like, fuck, I just want to get away for a week and just fucking kick it. You know what I mean? I got to get my ass back to work. I got to get my shows back up going again. I think that, I'm, you know, that was one of my things that I was good at. I want to start, you know, those little clips I got to start doing again. Just keep the, the the fundamentals there, you know. And then um, just shot a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor down in uh, Dominican Republic for a month, which is great. I just shot Roadhouse. Spent a month and a half down the DR. want to get more into the acting stuff, you know. got couple of offers to do a couple more movies after that. They all kind of started to come in a little bit. And, um, yeah, man, just kind of day by day. It's cool because, you know, I wake up every day and you never know what the opportunity is going to come because when you have that big of a following and you have that, you know, you've already accomplished so many things that, you know, there's people that come to you every day with the most random shit of all time. And it's cool to check your emails and check your inbox and see, you know, 
that you know that you're not I never wanted to live a set day all right I wake up at nine go home at five fucking fuck my wife go to bed fucking all <laughs> can I swear on here you can swear all you want straight missionary fucker go to bed wake up same song and dance every day but dude the thing I get is when you go to a city and you're like all right I need a barber all right I need two cleaning ladies over here my apartment hasn't been cleaned in a week and then also <laughs> I need like clothes like the fact you can do that and line up people is phenomenal oh they come right away it's but awesome. that's how close you are to your following bro I respond to so many people man I like talk every day deep Deep, deep, deep. And if you're like, here's the deal. I will always take, because obviously you deal with a lot of people that talk shit, especially when I'm going off the rails and spiraling out of control. They, 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 you know, people will talk shit to me. And if it's dumb, I'll just be like, all right, fuck off and I'll block you. I don't like. So you do block? Immediately. Immediately. If you talk shit and it doesn't make sense (laughs) and you're just being a fucking dick, I'm fucking out. (laughs) That's it. Now, if you talk shit and I'm like, fuck, he's got a point. I'll sit there and talk to you for a little bit and be like, man, you do have a point here. What do you think the ways that I can improve this are based on your opinion? And then I'll talk to my people because they've been there for a while watching my fucking journey and I'll listen to them. It's constructive criticism. It's okay. And then there's people that fucking just be like, you know, you're the man. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, well, sweet. Thanks, man. I fuck with you. But I will respond. I'll, I'll go through my DMs a lot, which I should probably cut away from. I do spend a lot, but I just, this is what I got. This is my like, I built this thing up where I have a lot of people I communicate with every day. It's the coolest thing in the world. So fuck it. Dude, and those, uh, like, the people that hit you about Shiki and they're like, dude, man, bro, you, like, you for sure got to go get her back. They, like, she's hotter than any chick they can get for the most part. So that's why they're telling you that. She means well. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, there was just, I mean, I wasn't perfect in the relationship either, but I was just like, we're t- like, you know, early on the first three weeks when she made a little bit of a mistake, I should have just dropped it there. Problem was I just stuck with it and I retaliated. It got a little toxic. But then we found this little, this little gap of time where we really just thought we fixed it or I thought we fixed it. And then the big fucking home, you know, big boomer hit the other night, and I was just like, all right, fuck this shit. Like, I'm out. Dude, I I mean, as a long time, man, two years, I was with that relationship, too. I'm going to miss you saying, <laughs> Shiki. Yeah, exactly. Listen, don't fucking get that in my head now, all right? Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm an I mean, emotional fucking ro- <laughs> train wreck. I mean, the poor guy is just getting over a breakup, Ray, and you're yeah, still yeah, talking dude. about it. Dude, I mean, yeah. let's talk about hanging out with... Out, you want to put on a fucking tribute video while you're at it, too, <laughs> violence play? We've got one ready. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, but going back to the movie set, what's it like? Do you hang out with Connor and Jay? Gyllenhaal on the set or is it kind of like you go to your own trailer you don't hang out with those dudes like what what do you what is it like well my trailer is obviously a lot bigger than Jake Gyllenhaal's is of know, course so it's just a lot bigger they take care of it now Jake, Jake's I met Jake first scene we did is we all met in the boat uh, we're in the middle of the ocean somewhere and uh, I was ate a weed gummy before the scene and just because I didn't have any <laughs> I didn't have any lines but then I realized that I'm like such an idiot because I'm like sitting here and Gyllenhaal's doing a scene I actually have to do shit and so like <laughs> The boat, we're in the boat, and the boat, like, something happens to the boat where it, like, does something I don't want to tell you, but, it, you know, boom. And so we all kind of fall back, and uh, I'm laying there, and I really haven't done the movie stuff in a while. I mean, I shot Billions once with Rich Eisen one time. thing. I don't know how to do movie sets and shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm laying on the floor, and I'm just laying there for, like, two hours just on the ground because I thought I was supposed <laughs> to stay there. And nobody talked to me and nobody told me anything. And then, like, finally the lady comes over the first AD. She's like, Bob, what are you doing? You don't, you don't have to be laying on the floor like dead. We're, we're not filming right now. I'm just like, oh, all right. I was like in outer space on that weed gummy. She's like, that was phenomenal acting, though. Yeah. <laughs> you she was played like, you, got, you nailed great. it. But then, uh, yeah, no, Jake was the man. You know, we got to be actually really, really close friends after that and, uh, you know, communicate a lot. And he's just, he's a really, really good dude and one of the most talented dudes ever. We have a really, really good scene, me and him. It's like really, really good. It's like fucking four minutes going back and forth. I'm, kind of stalking him outside and then kind of we confront each other and then in a few other scenes it's pretty good it's pretty good dude do you think like the way you got to know all the professional athletes is that because of your videos because you'd rip on them and you'd swear and do all that shit yeah definitely so that that's the reason why is they saw it and then some would reach out and then others i would just send to them directly and just i was very aggressive in the dms towards 
um, anybody that was of value. And I would just not ask for anything. I would just give. So I'd just be like, whatever I can do for you, man. I had these followers of people. Like, let me know if I can promote anything for you, whatever. Like, I'm just trying to make it. You know what I mean? And so I would just be super aggressive. And it always becomes awkward when you finally meet the person. And then, like, you're like, hey, I'm Bob. Nice to meet you. Like, oh, yeah, Bob, I'll put you on Instagram. Like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. Then I'm like, fuck, fuck, don't do it yet. I have to unsend all the messages I sent over two years. I got to unsend every single one of them. That's how I felt like it was going to be with Ray because how much he talked about you. I was like, dude, we can't just geek out on this guy, like, the whole time. Like, you got to just hang out. Talk to him like, all right, cool. No, my my messages were basically like, I'd be like, you got this, bub, no worries. And then with the Nelk Boys shit and all that, I was like, man, you gotta you gotta see the financials. I was like, it's like a compel. It's there's laws against that shit. They gotta show you. Yeah, I mean that's why <laughs> motion that's, to compel. Yeah, that's 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 out of my uh, out of my hands now. So hopefully this. Uh, an obscene amount of money I'm paying in legal fees. Hopefully they can handle that. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Do you have any athletes that you send them your videos and are like, this is stupid? Um, I don't think. I think that definitely there's people that think that. But, like, I mean, fucking Brady, you were swearing at a dodgeball clip with his family, and he loved it. Yeah, he commented. <laughs> I've never seen – I've never met – I mean, Tom Brady's my idol. I grew up in New England for forever, so I was a big uh, Tom Brady fan. He won us a lot of Super Bowls and made sports in New England just so relevant again. And uh, I have reached out to him a few times, never responded. And then, uh, you know, we go to the UFC a lot, and uh, Dana White knows how big of a UFC fan is, and he always gives me the backstage – you know, he has a private room, and – Whenever Brady's there, he doesn't give it to me because he knows I'll just go ape shit and just, like, stalk him, <laughs> throw the camera in his face and not give a fuck. So you go UFC free. Always, yeah. Well, Dana's, Dana's very cool. I mean, I helped out a little bit. I, I helped him out a little bit in the beginning just by 
helping him out with Nelk stuff and all that stuff. So Dana's very cool with me, and we just have been good friends for a very long, long time. And so anytime I really call and ask Dana for tickets, he'll always put me front row or second row out there. But like when you're say Celtics game, when you're fifth row and shit like that, you're not. I mean, it seems like you've been traveling now for this series. But last year you went. I feel like every game. Mm-hmm. How the hell did you get? Were you buying those? Sometimes I'll buy them, and then sometimes either the organization will give them to me. Like so, the Celtics were really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they want to think about it. You're your business. It's Boston Celtics. They want to promote, you know. But yeah. then, obviously, when I'm going off the rails and fucking talking about fucking zaps and fucking zings and fucking banging broads <laughs> and shit, the Boston Celtics might not want to associate with me so much. So then I'll have to pay for them. Dude, I was telling lunch that you were at the Cosmo pretty recently, and I saw it where you hit one machine for a hundred thousand, and you said, "Well, that one was blowing up, and the lady was paying you out." You go to another one. Like that's a true story, right? Hundred thousand was the last one. So I went to the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> High limit. I was uh, my elevator key didn't work because my Brett, my assistant, fucked it up. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go use my key. I mean, I'm gonna go like I have 15 minutes. He's not even gonna be here for 15 minutes, so I don't have my key. So I'm gonna, I'll take out five grand. I'm just gonna play around a little bit. I wasn't. I had no intentions to gamble. I was Walking like, you know, money because I don't always go to fucking. I don't always gamble when I'm in Vegas and stuff. I don't really anymore. I used to like whatever. But now you just go for the food. And the- Sometimes I just go for like the, yeah, the, I mean, it worked too, you know, business stuff, different meetings and all that stuff. But yeah, I went there, long story short, took out five grand, went to the high limit slot room and just ended up putting in, um, you know, hundred bucks of spin into these different machines and playing deuces wild. And I hit for like 1250. So the alarm went off. Then I moved over to the next machine because it's a little period of waiting time. When you're a degenerate, you go like, you can't wait for your money. You have to go to another machine. So I went to another machine, put it in. It was like ding, ding. And then another one fucking ding, ding. Before you know it, I'm up like 9,000. It's like four machines. Like bing, 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 ding, ding, ding. It was like fucking Christmas morning. <laughs> and then fucking next thing you know, I got this lady like with three teeth across the bar, like smoking a cigarette, looking at me like what the fuck's going on over there. And uh, there's like a Christmas light show over here. And uh, I put in finally, you know, got, got collected a couple of money and put it in this machine and hit for 25,000 on, on uh, Deuces oh. Wild. I got four Deuces. And so I'm like, shit, all right, I'm up 32,000 bucks in like fucking nine minutes. And I'm like, all right, should I get out of here? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You know, I got to wait for the 25. So I played a couple more machines, hit a few more for like 4,000. Like I hit like 28 jackpots in like 12 minutes. It was nuts. And so then I go back to the machine after they clear the $25,000 one out. And uh, I really was intending on leaving. And I put in a couple, put in $200 deuces wild spin. And it was like, boop, and it popped up. And it was like 10, Jack, Queen, King, Ace, all clubs right away. Like, no fucking hold, nothing. And, I, and I'm sitting there, and I knew my bet was so big. I was just like, fuck, this is a huge payday. But your biggest fear is pressing the wrong fucking button and not holding it right. So I'm sitting there, like, basically like doing like a, making sure nobody's around, like, doing this. There's nobody around me. I'm like, putting my arms up, making sure nobody comes near me. And I, I press hold, 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 hold. And I'm like, bloop. And it was like. 100,000. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then I fucking just, he gave me the 100. I put, I had $140,000, 147,000 in the bag. I think it was. I just gave it to my buddy. I said, put it in the safe. No, no, hold on. They give you cash? Yeah, they give you cash. You have two options. You can pay taxes then, or you can pay them later. And, you know, obviously sometimes you can offset your, depending on how the week goes, or the year goes with gambling, it can all be like done at the end. So. I just feel like that is so scary to have cash, that much cash handed to you in a casino because people are like, What's going on over there? All the buzzers are going off. I mean, what's going to happen? It's the safest. I mean, there's so many cameras That's in there. True. There's so many security people. If you fucking rob somebody at a casino, like, you're not going to get away with it, A. And, you know, this this is, I mean, it happens every day. They're used to that. That's why they have the best high-tech security ever. Dude, and you said your assistant, uh, Brett or whatever. I told on the Bobby Bone Show the story. So you he went unpaid for a fucking year, right? Yeah, he went unpaid for a year. His first, actually, the first time we met was, I believe, down here. 
Uh, I met him online, as weird as that sounds. And uh, he. <laughs> That's he all right. Just, Ray met his wife online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just kept DMing me and was just like, you know, I want to work for you, work for you, work for you. And Steiny just left me, and I was like, you know what? All right, fuck it. Meet me in Nashville, book this Airbnb. This is my card. Do whatever you want, put it on there, get down there, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he was from Fall River, Boston. He was aggressive, like, but like respectful, not crazy person. Kind of did a little quick research on him, make sure he was all right. And I was like, yeah, I'll be down in Nashville tonight. So he went down there, and I didn't show up in Nashville for like three days. So he was just at this Airbnb, <laughs> just chilling. Yeah. Now, was that a test? Did you show not show up on purpose? No, but I was on taking. No, I was keeping tabs. I was like, you know, like, hey man, not gonna make it today. I'll be there in an hour, and they're like, not gonna make it. Here. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. But he stayed there. I finally show up at like one in the morning. Got my flight, got in, uh, and went to. Yeah, to the house. And uh, I was just like, yo, man. I was like, I'm tired of shit. I'm going to bed. Wake up tomorrow. We'll fuck around with some shit. My day, I have no idea what it looks like, but whatever. So we go to bed and uh, go to sleep. And, you know, I get a call at like 3 in the morning. And it was from uh, Morgan Wallen. And I think it was. And Morgan was like, yo, come on down to the bar. Hang out. Um, or I don't know if I texted him. And he's like, what's up? I don't forget. But something happened where we went going to see Morgan. So I went downstairs. And Brett's first mission was like going to, you know, see Morgan. I was basically like, dude, here's the deal. You know, when I go out and see people, I'm not the priority they are. You know, I consider it like it's my fucking guest. You know, even though if I'm invited or whatever, my guys always need to look out for the other people. And so Brett went there. We went there, and Morgan and him got along well. And I ended up staying for like 30 minutes. I was in and out because I was tired. I went home, and then Morgan and uh, Brett just kind of, I guess, he stuck by him all night. Morgan sent him to get some smokes when he was smoking probably back in the day. And uh, he ran down and got him, and they got along well. They, I think Brett got blacked out that night. I bitched him out the next day. And uh, said, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I said, Morgan liked you. You did a good job on the first day. I said, look, here's the deal. I'll say, I'm going to keep you around for 30 days. If you don't drink for 30 days, I'll give you $10,000. That'll be your first bet. <laughs> and so, because you were fucked up. I was like, I don't like people getting fucked up that are, you know, I can get fucked up. You can't. Because you're on the clock. <laughs> Cause, cause you're on the... And so that was the first thing. And then we kind of, we kind of, uh, Worked for a little bit, and I said, look, I'll pay all your stuff. I'll pay your hotels. I'll pay all your travel, the food, anything. You're not going to have to pay for anything. Um, but and you got to work for me for a year. And then right when you hit a year of working for me, I'll give you hundred grand. And then uh, that's that's the deal. But you're not getting a penny until then, and you have to make it a year. And, like, you can't – you can't. I mean, obviously, just violating all labor laws across the United States of America. But uh, he ended up making it a year, and I gave him hundred grand. Two dollars wire transfers back-to-back after a year. That is so badass. And so is he still with you now? He, after, you know, when I was in a relationship with, with the girl, I didn't really need him as much. So he kind of just did his own thing. He met a girl. He's over there. But he's still working from a distance. Um, Pay-wise, he just kind of does me a favor, you know, and I'll just kind of maybe hook him up here and there. But it's not really like we used to go hard, like we used to want by my side. But I think that now that'll change because I am by myself now. So he'll be back on the road with you. He'll probably, yeah, I mean, if he wants to be back on the road with me, he can. If not, I'll look for somebody else. Lunch, we got to ask about the athletes, dude. Go ahead. Like A.B., when you landed him after he ran off the field naked, yeah, like how the fuck did you land him? I landed AB. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was just obviously fueled on Adderall, probably, <laughs> and just thought that I could in my head get anything done. And uh, you were all I, over Sports Center the and, next day, and it actually helped out. I think it was uh, he actually didn't want to be mentioned who helped me out with that, but. Uh, I mean, I remember talking to AB, FaceTiming him like 12 times, getting on the phone with him, being like, yo, bro, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. Like, trust me, like, you fuck with me, I'll make sure I get you paid other places too. Just do me this thing. I'll grease you a little bit of cash because, I, you know, that's how they roll. I mean, truthfully, that's how those athletes sometimes, like, especially AB, he rolls, he just wants cash and whatever. And so I gave him a teeny tiny bit, not a lot. Could have got a lot more. And uh, I remember just up to real time, he was so 
we didn't know if he was coming in or not. We we're just like, you know, is he going to come in to the studio? We're just waiting real time. He's like 30 minutes late, an hour late. I'm like, yo, bro, where are you at? He's like, I'm at the, de- I'm at the dentist. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck you mean you're the dentist? Like, and then finally he ended up coming in, uh, coming in the room, and we had that great, great podcast interview that went viral everywhere. You and were the first one. We were the first one. That's what I told Nelk I would do for him. I was like, you know, I'll kind of make it mainstream. You guys are YouTube pranksters. I was like, I'll bring you kind of over to, I'll get you on ESPN and I'll get you on all those things. I know how to do that, you know. And like Shaq, you just DM'd him or how'd you get him? I don't, dude, I mean, I don't even remember how Shaq, Shaq and I, Shaq just does everything for me. He's done my show like five times. Yeah. He's always done everything I asked and just, I don't, I haven't really done much for Shaq. He's the man. He doesn't come with an entourage. Nothing comes by himself. He's a straight up great dude. Shaq's one of the greatest guys out there. Dude, uh, when I, I didn't even learn from you about the Nelt Boys or any of that shit, or even Ripper Magoo, your podcast, Yeah, I was randomly watching a video, Mike Studd, Cody All, Dustin Lynch, you were hanging out with them in Nashville, Yeah, I fucking randomly saw your ass, and I heard the voice, and I was like, holy shit, that's the voice from those funny-ass clips we hear, where he's the vulgar announcer. All you heard was my voice? Dude, all I heard was the voice. I didn't even know what you looked like for months, and I just followed your ass. That's I, I never put my face out there often. That was kind of the point. I didn't really care about the whole, like... And then obviously doing the podcast stuff, you put your face out there, then it becomes a little bit, people start to recognize you. And- Dude, and then you were showing these hot chicks, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Maniac. I but mean, dude- I, I've had the craziest, yeah, I just have no, I mean, I will wake up almost every morning, like not even drunk or sober or anything like that. Like even if I'm sober, I'll wake up in the morning and be like, fuck, what did I just do? You know what I mean? Like, why did I just post all that stuff? But then I'll just do it again. It's like the definition of insanity. Just yeah, Ray it. says you like to go on there, you post stuff, and then you delete it, and then yeah. you re- repost it, and then you delete it, and then yeah. it comes back. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have posted that. Well, I always clear. I don't understand why stories are 12, well, 24 hours long, because what I always do is I reset them always the beginning of every day, pretty much, because <laughs> I look at it as it's a new day. So when I go to bed, if I go to bed, uh, and when I wake up, I'll just clear all the stories I did. So I'll usually keep my stories up for like 12, 13 hours, and then just like restart and I think it actually helps with the algorithm, too, to boost the numbers up. When you say you had to pay athletes, like, how much do you have to pay the athletes? Like, how much are they looking for? Are they looking 20000 I mean, because they got millions of dollars. So what is an extra ten, fifteen thousand? Like, them? Like Joe Burrow. Zero. Oh. Everybody's zero. I've never paid anybody except for AB. Oh, okay. okay. And then they pay. We had a discussion with O.J. Simpson. I was with O.J.'s guys for a while. He wanted 100000 <laughs> And so, yeah, O.J. won $100,000. I, I, I think they paid him 100000 too. Oh, shit. I, I think so. Unless John and them negotiated. I mean, I was definitely, they were just stuck on that number. He wouldn't move. And I, and I was just going back and forth with them. And we, we didn't even know if we were going to do Because I introduced OJ and them that party to, to them. And we were always just like, is this too much to even do? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, at the same time, we, we are a podcast. So, like, whatever. Who, does it really matter? You know? Hey, like Dustin Johnson, is he is he pissed to you because you did that clip where you're I mean, saying that, that was fucking five years ago? So I think that's fu- he doesn't really give a fuck about. He, he's on live now. He's on live. He's <laughs> making all his money, and uh, that was uh, yeah. I mean, I met Dustin. I met one time at the at the club when I was fucking with him heavy with the with the blow jokes and everything like that. <laughs> I mean, I, dude, that Ripper Magoo shit was the funniest thing I've ever. I know. We got to get back to our fundamentals. Got to get back to that. Um, but yeah, I saw him at the club once, and he was just like, "Hey, man, stop fucking." fucking with me on the fucking blow shit, man. I got kids and all that. And I'm like, you know what? He does. Fuck. Uh, he said, don't ever make another video of me, man. Uh, you know, I think your shit's funny, but whatever. I got kids and everything. I'm like, you know what, Dustin? I said, I'll, I'll give you that. I said, I'll never make a video on you again out of respect. If you ask me respectfully, I'll never fuck with you again. I never have. And that's legit. But, I mean, he has kids, but he knows that, like, when his kids get older, they're just going to Google it, Google his name, and it's going to... Yeah, gonna... I know, but I'm not that guy either. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of guy that... I'm out of respect. It's like when Bill Belichick... I'm a big fan of Bill Belichick, and uh, Bill Belichick asked me to never post the picture that I took with him in Saquon. Like, we were at the, I was at Craig's restaurant. I don't ever really get starstruck. Then Belichick walked in, 
And he was just basically, I, I, I was like geeking out and I went up to Craig, the owner. I'm like, Craig, I never fucking do this, but I'm like, you got to get me something. With Bill. I got to meet Bill. You got to get me a picture or something. So he's like, all right, all right. So Bill walked over to the table. It was me, Saquon Barkley, and a bunch of guys from the Giants eating dinner. And uh, he fucking uh, came up and he's like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Bill, like, I go ape shit. I'm like, I got a picture with you, Bill. He's like, uh, yeah, as long as you don't uh, put it on that uh, snap face thing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, deal, Bill. I never will. Hey. I never put it on uh, on the internet, I don't think. But you got it on your phone, and that's all that matters. I do actually know it. I actually do have my profile picture right now on Facebook. Fuck. I forgot about that. But that, that, was, that was, it doesn't matter. He said Snapface, so I didn't put it on Snapface. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's badass. Dude, and like, so you're talking now. I mean, we talk money and athletes and all that shit. You sound like the biggest thing in the world, but you were at one point homeless in your car yeah. in L.A. Yep. Uh, almost back again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost history is repeating itself. Hey, you were a caddy though. Were you f- caddy for famous people or just rich people at, at Wilshire? Both rich and uh, rich and uh, famous. Aaron Rodgers was a client of mine for a while. Uh, I caddy for Will Ferrell a few times. Kevin from the Office, a bunch of rich business guys and all that. I would fucking just rip lines of blow at like five in the morning, and then just run like two miles. I would just double loop. <laughs> Just fucking two bags on each side. I'd be moving like I, I would be on like the third. I'd be like running at the third hole by the time they're on like the second tee. That's how ahead of time I'd be. I'd be like, like fucking speeding out. And then that's when I realized it was a fucking problem. I had to shut it down fast, dude. And then you went back and caddied at the same course that you caddied at. Whatever, like let's say five years down the road, and you went to a restaurant. And you're like, today it's steak and eggs. About five years ago, it was a bag of plow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crouton and a carrot. <laughs> I, I licked a carrot today for dinner. Hey, were any of those guys good at golf, or everybody just fucking sucks? Aaron was good. Aaron was a one. He could play. He shot probably like around between 72 and 75 every round pretty much we played with him. He could hit it pretty far. I know, he, Dude, you're good, aren't you? I could play. I like high money games. I played against Mickelson. I played heads up against Mickelson in the game. That was pretty fun. Um, I know wait, wait, you, wait, you played up. against Mickelson for money? Yeah. Rancho oh Santa Fe, back at his club. Played a little game. Then we played 18 holes. Bunch of gambling DJs around the table, and he said, "You know, we want to play an emergency nine. And we're like, "All right, let's do it." And then I won a little bit back, but uh, I think I still owe Phil Mickelson money. He hasn't came for it though. I think I still owe him a little bit of money. I don't know if we ever settled it. Not, not, not a lot, like three grand, I think. But I think I still owe him money. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You're not playing as much golf right now, though. My shoulder, I fell off a scooter. Uh, in, in Nashville? No, not in Nashville. I was racing like an idiot. My girlfriend and my assistant home, they were in a black SUV, and I said, I'll beat you in a scooter and I, because I had a way that I could beat them. And I took a turn, and I, I hit a pothole, and bro flew in the air and landed and like, literally heard the crunch on my shoulder. And since then, I never got it looked at. I spit on it, and hopefully it get a little better. Because, yeah, I saw you do heads-up games. You go to New York, you go to Florida, and you just play games. And sometimes you guys would play with the same club. You'd play like a seven-iron the whole course. Yeah, that's, you got to switch it up a little bit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like a pitching wedge on the 18. Everybody just uses a pitching wedge, and that's it. Par five. Best score wins. Dude, and he's going after these dudes. They're doing like $5,000 putts, and he's just videoing them. Oh, I was just fucking them. Of course, you got to intimidate them. That's my, you know, that's my, that was my strength. And the course is trying to intimidate, intimidate them and let them know that a lot of people are watching, and if they miss... Fucked. You're going to look like a fucking idiot. Dude, and, and you're also just like the definition of just being outgoing and just not being, like, being as candid as possible. The funny, it's not just athletes. It's not just celebrities. You'll go up to, like, restaurant owners and fucking video them. You're like, you're the fucking man. You're the fucking man, dude. Like, restaurant owners, nobody knows an owner but you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, my, my main thing I always knew with my dad taught me growing up is just get as connected to as many people as possible and, you know, shake their hands, look them in the eye and fucking show respect. And so I've done that. And, you know, pretty much for the most part. I, and I think, to be honest, not to stroke my own fucking ego. Please. It's already big enough. But, the, uh, you know, I think I'm pretty pretty much one of the most connected guys out there. You know, I'm pretty connected everywhere from the streets to the fucking law enforcement to fucking government to fucking athletes to fucking... I don't think there's anybody I really can't get access to if I wanted to within less than like a half hour, an hour. And you've oh. interviewed the president. Like, how do you get... Like, how do you get to that level from living in your car to interviewing the president... Adderall. <laughs> but I had to give it up because I took too many. And didn't you, you did that I interview had, high, you said. Uh, yeah, we smoked weed before we met up, before we met up with them, too, which was, like, insane. Because I, Steve was like, you want to smoke a blunt, pub? I'm like, let's do it. Steve will do it? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I think we smoked weed on the way there. And it was just, uh, it was pretty freaking nuts. I mean, we were down in Mar-a-Lago and uh, got to, Secret Service came up to us and we're just basically like, don't wander, we'll kill you. That was, their, that was their warning to, like, you know, press us to me. Like, you know, like they probably do to anybody that's going to meet the president. Like, don't fuck around. We'll fucking put a bullet in your head if we need to. And uh, that was that. So then we sat down with them, and it was pretty incredible. It was really, you know, going through all of what I went through in life and then to just be like, you know, um, man, I'm sitting next to former pre any president of the United States. You know, I got a lot of shit for it, too. But at the same time, regardless of what side you fall on, it's like, bro, I would never, ever turn down a chance to interview any former president ever. It's just kind of a bucket list thing. And that that led to you getting shadow banned. I don't know if that did on Instagram. And I was telling these guys, people like sometimes can't search you on Instagram. I don't know what that is. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't know what that is. People fuck with you, I guess. Like with, uh, 
with all that shit. It's a real thing with the, all the shadow ban. Like people can't search me. You can't click my videos. I can't even go live right now. I didn't even do anything wrong lately. I didn't. I really didn't. None of my content was really like. I don't know what the fuck happens. That's why you know at the end of the day. I, I moved over to Rumble to do some stuff with all our podcasts because they're not going to touch you. You know, they're more like, you know, because it's so frustrating if you want to do videos and you work so hard on them and then it'll get flagged for something that, you know, they just feel is wrong and, you know, takes away kind of that. What is that, First Amendment or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. What is the First Amendment? Speech? I, Freedom uh, of speech? Or is that the Second Amendment? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Shit, we all look like idiots now. <laughs> Dude, uh, <laughs> First Amendment, uh, Second Amendment. So, like, you, you're Ripper Magoo. Did you you started that with, was it Timmy Bounceback? Yeah, we had a good show. Yeah. And you and Timmy Bounceback are fine, right? Great. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. Timmy and I just are like two fucking F5 tornadoes colliding together when we get together. That's why we're just, we gotta stay away from each other sometimes. I mean, dude, when you guys go to Vegas together, it's fucking, it's like the hangover times 10. It really is, and none of it is. Dude, the best shit. <laughs> like, like, he goes, Timmy bounces back, like loses his wallet. Fucking b- blames Bob. Dude, Bob's like all pissed at him. Dude, Bob's <laughs> like, all you had was a couple pieces of lint in there. What the fuck was it worth? <laughs> dude, it's it's literally pretty fucking nuts. How none of this shit. That's the thing. Like, you know how like always these people have to script shit on social media and all that shit. Like, none of my shit is ever fucking really. I mean, sometimes I'll make it if it's scripted so obvious that it is. But I don't really script anything. Right. You know, when you're doing your TikToks and shit, you guys were scripted. That Those are obviously scripted. When which ones? And when you're filming it with the uh, dude, Jake Gyllenhaal dude, whatever his fucking name was. Mm-hmm. You guys were chilling on a golf course. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, well, we only scripted it because, like, Summer's there. And it, Summer's, like, a girl who just wants to do it right and, like, fucking do, like, oh, we have to do it this way. And I'm like, fucking A, dude. Right, that's obviously. Like, I don't want to fucking sit here and do this shit, Summer. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. That's why it's, like, always, <laughs> I do always say everything in one fucking take. That's it. That's like right, like when he says, like he watches your videos and he's just like, dude, this is like when he was telling me about the the slot machine. I thought you were gonna say it's like a fishing show, you know? Because my buddy, we used to watch fishing shows when we were kids. He was like, dude, he is catching a fish every time he casts, and I'm like, you understand that they are out there for hours and they edit it because no one on TV wants to watch the them reel it and not catch anything and cast and yeah. reel. I was like, there's no way he won that on the slot machines that many times in a row. And then you come in here, you're like, dude, I was there for nine minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't really probably show like the lot losing stuff, but right. that was so incredible. Like, cause it's, bo- it would be boring just sit there and show losing stuff. But like, I lo- absolutely lose more than I win gambling. Everybody does. Um, and I, and I know you put big money on sports games. Is there a significant one that you like a massive bet you remember? Or is it usually just five here, 10 there? I fit 50,000 the Super Bowl I did, I think. <laughs> I think I did 50,000 the Super Bowl for the. This uh, one? No, the oh. Cincinnati one I won. I, I won by half point, I think. It was a four and a half one. The oh, la- my God. I think it was that, that the year the Cincinnati lost. Okay. Like when or, you put $50,000 on the Super Bowl, like, are you stressed out about that $50,000 or is it still fun to you at 50000 It's stressful. $50,000 is a lot of money to me. Because, I mean, I sit there, and I, 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 if I bet, and I bet 100 bucks, and I lose on some stupid-ass guy at the buzzer, like, I had a Gonzaga minus four against, who the hell were they playing in the NCAA tournament? Maybe Baylor or some no, Kansas State or someone, TCU. And they're up by seven with uh, freaking .8 seconds to go. And they let him roll the fucking ball all the way down the court. TCU just, instead of playing defense, Gonzaga's hugging each other. The guy picks it up at... The three-point line, shoots it three, I lose by half point. Yeah, I'm like, you mother... I, 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 I can't imagine having a large... Or being a professional gambler or having that much on it because I would want to jump out a window. No, I know. That's why it is... That's why I don't do it as much. It's very time-consuming. I, I don't really bet games as much. I'll just pick my spots. I'll probably bet like 20, 30 games a year. 
And also, I, I, dude, I get so pissed when you do just a five-inning bet or a one-half. I'm like, go the full, because you would have won the full game. I know. <laughs> I know. But then also, too, I, I might not be able to watch the full game. That's why I know you do it. You're yeah. on the fucking zap addies. I'm on the zap addies, and I'm fucking just, <laughs> I, only have a, I only have one inning fucking of attention span before I have to move on to the next thing, you know? And that's basically what I got. Now, how creepy, because, like, we, we were DMing you, like, and I was like, oh, man, I got to get this on the podcast for Ray. Got to get him. Got to get him. And you actually replied, and I, first of all, I was shocked. I was like, damn, this is awesome. And then we didn't hear from you, and Ray's like, let's just go down. He's staying at the Virgin, dude. Let's just go down there. And you like, should have. <laughs> uh, he was like, he, I guarantee he's eating breakfast right now. If we just sit at the bar, he's going to come down and eat breakfast. I was yeah. like, Ray, that will creep that. Not at all. I admire that stuff. I really do. Especially, I mean, if you are, if you're sitting there with like a fucking kitten, petting a kitten and fucking talking to me, then I'm a little scared. <laughs> but if it's two straight up like normal dudes, I have no problem with it. Yeah. I, I never have an issue with that stuff. I, I respect the hustle. Because I have to do it still to this day, and still ha- and had to do it even harder in the beginning. So I I have no problem with that shit. I would have had no problem. I would have welcomed you guys up. I would have poured you some mimosas. I wouldn't have drank one, and I would have just fucking got you guys fucked up so badly that we couldn't have done the show. That would have been awesome. <laughs> That's props to you, dude, for giving up the Adderall and the Zaps too, because you were zapping around. Well, the Adderall is the Zaps. They're both Zaps. That's what it is. Zaps is Adderall. I call them Zaps. But drinks are Zaps too. No. Oh, the Adderall Zaps. Adderall Zappers strictly Zaps is drink. Nope. Nope, drinks are just drinks. What, what just about, zaps. What about zippies? Zippies are fucking addies. <laughs> Everything's Adderall. Everything's Adderall. Zingers, zaps, zippers, zipples, zappies, dude, fucking dude, uh, boomers. Me and my buddy Justin, he's in Boston now. I always fuck with him. I'm like, dude, Menory's in your city. But uh, me and him would go on the golf course, and I was literally Ripper Magoo. That was my name, and then he was fucking zappy. Fuck yes. And we'd play all night. <laughs> fuck yes. I love it, dude. I love it. It's been a lot of fun, man. I want to, I wanna, you know, I got to keep... Uh, just get, get a little back to the fundamentals. You know, I want to start doing those little commentary videos again. They keep your numbers going, you know, and we hit millions every time. Every reel we do on there hits millions, which is awesome. So it means we're still know what we're doing. Hey, we're, I got one more story. I, I mean, we maybe can have a time for a couple more, but when you were in Paris, I believe it was. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. And they... Uh, wait, wait. I I've never you, been to Paris. What the fuck's that? No? No, no. Okay. So maybe it's an expensive hotel in New York and you're with Timmy Bounceback and they gave you the folio at the end of it. Oh, the London Hotel. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, that's insane. That that was. I don't even want to look back there. Fuck. Oh, sorry. No, dude. I do want to look uh, back there. So, <laughs> I was at the London Hotel. I was only supposed to stay for one weekend. This is actually this is like the benders that I go on. This is why I have to slow down. It's so embarrassing. But I am at the the London Hotel, and I'm supposed to be there for a weekend, two days, three days. Kind of was in between places places to live at that time. It was just like kind of whatever because I roamed around for a while. I just didn't give a fuck, and I ended up. Three days turned into, I think, 45 days. <laughs> and so I stayed at the London Hotel for like 45 days. And every morning, Timmy bounced back, would come over and just not even ask and just order like champagne bottles for breakfast. And just then we would just go off the rail. We fucked that hotel up. But at the end of the day, long story short, I'm like, at the end of the bender, I'm like, what did I spend at that hotel? And I looked at the bill and it was $92,000. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, dude, I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. I'm like, I'm going broke. This is this is where you go broke. And so, uh, yeah, that was basically it. I mean, I've had a lot of shitty-ass decisions I made, but fucking hell of a time and hell of stories. Hey, recently, though, you had Mage, though, in the Kentucky Derby. Was that a big hit? Yeah, it was a big hit. Yeah, I, I did. A, I, did I, I was with an app that I joined, Commonwealth uh, Partnership. I did. They actually kind of put up the money to fly that random follower kid out. And uh, Brandon was his name. He's a great kid from Arkansas, really, really good dude. Um, and yeah, they, I, we, they, they owned mage and you know, like which sucks, which actually is really shitty, but it's okay. Cause I don't really give a fuck anymore is, <laughs> and I would have cared back in the day is when the mage won and they cut to the winning circle, the guys going crazy mm-hmm. and like those three guys, I was supposed to be there. I was just 
fucking forgot the race was even happening. I was in, like inside talking to somebody, <laughs> Holy shit. and I was supposed to be there oh, no. on national TV oh, going no. ape shit with them, and didn't even go in the winner's circle. I forgot to even that it was even happening. And I looked up and was like, Mage has won, and I'm like, I see the guys. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot. And then I just <laughs> met up with them for dinner after. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bed Three Six Five, twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Dude, you make it on TV because of the Celtics games. You'll be there on the courtside with your dad. Yep, 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 yep. Usually, when usually boss Celtics organization is pretty good to us. Pat Kalis is a friend of mine, founder DraftKings, so he's giving me floor seats a lot. But uh, yeah, a lot of times I'm not really paying for those seats. I don't I think it's a waste to go because I don't usually. Sometimes I don't. I'm not really like, like I said, my ADHD kicks in. I don't stay for the whole game. You know? Is hey. it weird that now that you're rich, you get all this shit for free? No, that's that's. Just, that, it's so, that's just how the world works, I think, in, in a sense, which is crazy. Is like, you know, and I'm not getting it for free either because I'm doing services. Right, that's true. I'm doing services for him too. Like, I'm I'm giving a lot of eyeballs to, you know, to whatever that I do with. So if somebody's going to be give me fucking floor seats and they want me to plug, you know, if the Jets want me to come down to New York and do all the field stuff and do all the cool shit, like, and they want me to tag the Jets, which is like the easiest deal ever, right? <laughs> It's like not, it doesn't look like an ad. It's like tagging the New York Jets. And also, you flew all over the country. You went, you tried to go to an NFL game every weekend. Did you, you accomplish that or came close? I probably went to like 13, 14 out of 17 games. Sick. I think 13 out of 17, 14 out of 17. Maybe I actually went to 17 out of 17, but I didn't do 17 different cities. Right. But I did like probably 10, 11 different cities. Dude, and I was doing the math because the, your podcast was known for going to where the people are. You flew to all these cities. We can't do that. We got the morning show shit. Yeah. But, dude, I think you took over 200 flights in a year. I mean, you've got to crunch the numbers on that shit. I we have, yeah. I mean, a lot. I think it's been a lot. Yeah, 
that's not my job. I don't really know, and I don't want to know. But <laughs> all I know is like I don't really have airline miles aren't really that beneficial when you fly. I haven't got shit. Unless get- Brett fucked up. I should have some perks. <laughs> <laughs> like why the fuck do I not have any perks? Hey, dude, you got to tell this guy. I was telling him about. Um, I also want to know how when you leave parking lot, you do the rear view mirror, but your Instagram trick, like when you go into a bar. Oh, that's a great please, one. Please tell him. All right. So basically when I'm single <laughs> and uh, if you think about it, my story views get a lot of views, right? By people. And I have a lot of guy f- fans that are like, you know, I was like, you got whatever, whoever. And so I fucking will take out my phone. Sometimes there'll be like a hot, couple hot girls sitting at the bar and I'll take out my phone. And like, you know, I do. I, I take it out and I slowly pan around the room, but I make sure I catch their face in the Instagram video. And then I'll be like, I'm at fucking Jackson's Pub having a drink. Like, woo, what a day. But I'll catch their face in it. So, and then I press send out to the world. And then in a matter of like five minutes, their phones will start going. And so the hot girl across the bar, I caught her face That's in it. Great. They'll they'll hit her. The guy followers will hit her and be like, yo, yo, you're sitting next to Bob. Bob's there. You should go talk to Bob. Go say what's up to a Bob. And I'm like, I'm in. And so I'll just have to not do anything. I'll sit back and just kind of wait. And I, it's a fun thing. I'll be like, yo, watch. I'll tell my buddies, I'll be like, watch. Watch how long this takes. 10 minutes max. 10 minutes max. And then their phones will start going up. Then you'll see them do this. I know there's no audio video here, but what I'm doing right now is no video. I'm, I'm looking up my phone, and I'm looking back at Bob, back at the phone, and that's what they'll do. That's awesome. Dude, and then, like, uh, not that you're paranoid, but it's probably because you're famous, but when you leave a parking lot, yeah, it's like a thing where you always check, right? Oh, of course. I mean, I'm in the fucking studio with a little Dirk sometimes, and fucking there's some fucking... I mean, you, you got to always be careful. Like, you know, I, I'm... I, I always am. I mean, you got fucking, what, 10 million people across all platforms that follow you? Like, all it takes is one fucking psychopath to just come by with a fucking chainsaw and cut my fucking dick off. Right, so every parking lot, though, you're always looking at... Everywhere I exit. I mean, everywhere... This is, I think, the only time I've ever had, you know, not an exit. He's looking around going, oh, oh, shit. We're going to wrap this one up here, you know? Uh, I just want to, you're fucking, also, your demo, you always say these teams want you in your demo. Your demo almost seems like my nephew, like 14 years old. You went to some beach in Nantucket or Cape Cod or some shit, and you went on the beach, there's this video, and there's like a hundred high school kids just swarming your ass. Yeah, that was because of Nelk. That's fucking, that's the Nelk boys shit. All right. They get a lot of younger kids that follow him and all that stuff, and, uh, you know, they just, yeah, they go, they go, I mean, every time I know every time I walk across, if I if I cross paths with a high school, if I go walking towards, like, say, at an airport, and there's a group of six high school kids or college age kids, they're more than likely either going to know who I am, whether they like me or not, they're going to recognize me. I'm going to have to have a conversation. I'm going to have to say hello everywhere I go across, you know, the United States of America, pretty much. Hey, and you're with that LAA agency, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I work with them a lot. I, I don't really have a set like agent, really. I mean, it's just basically Zach will do some stuff for me. But are you investing with them? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I'm well, invested. Like, say yeah. Zay Flowers, he gets drafted. Did you get money from that? Uh, long term, yeah. Fuck yeah. Long term, yeah. I think that Zach and I are partners a little bit. You know, I have a little piece of it, a little skin in the game. Dude, I always get a kick out. I'll just be on the Insta, and I see in the morning, you're just fucking fishing with Dalvin Cook and his brother in yeah. Florida. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin's the man. Yeah, we go fishing. We have a... I caught a shark with him, actually, I think. Dude, you were, you were zippied, and you were, like, trying to catch a shark for, like, two weeks Dude, straight. I caught a shark, bro. <laughs> I caught a shark, I bro. I saw that, that motherfucker book. coming by the whole time. I finally fucking got him. <laughs> I, I got him, bro. It was I. No, you know why? Because I fucking, I got him. I had him on my story, like, recording it, and then his fucking rope snapped, and he fell back in the water and then swam away. But I caught him, I, and then he kept coming back, and I, I got him, like, four times, bro. I just couldn't. We had the shittiest rods, so we couldn't get them all the way up because they were so thin. The lines. Fucking Dalvin Cooks helping you reel it in. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, extra- Dalvin Cooks out for a month. He got his hand bit by a shark. We just wish some guy named Bob Minery, man. <laughs> well, how about the time I gave Micah Parsons COVID? 
Dude, oh my that gosh. was the greatest. I think you missed that one. So I was at the, it was so funny. <laughs> I didn't give him COVID, but it looked like that. So Micah was going for the single sack record for a rookie. And I invited Micah out to the game floor seats at the Dallas Mavericks game. And, uh, you know, we end up getting on the big screen. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, Micah Parsons. And it's just like me standing there with him. And then next day, next day, Micah Parsons out with COVID. And Dallas was just like, I was getting tweeted at like Bob fucking. It was like taking out Jeter and the other guys. You know, in the other guys in the movie when he t- shot, shot Jeter. I haven't seen the other guys. No, it's a great movie. Will That's Ferrell. the one with Will Ferrell. Yeah. My father-in-law loves that one. And every, you you got to watch like, this it. This is one of the best movies ever, and I'm like, I've never seen it. You got to watch it. It's him and Mark Wahlberg. I think. You were saying extreme shit, but the tornado chasing? Tornado is fucking crazy. That was, was, so like a month ago, you were in a tornado. I was. We were inside of it. It was a, not a powerful one, though. It was. It could have been EF5. Like, that was what it was looking like. It was looking like a monster one, and uh, it ended up being uh, just a smaller one. But, yeah, we punched through the back of the storm. There's two ways to kind of go about it, chasing a storm. I'm learning as I go, you know? But, you know, you can either catch it from the front where when the tornado is moving like this, you're ahead of the storm. So you don't really deal with all the fucking hail and all that shit. And you kind of just are ahead of it. And then as it comes towards you, you kind of just slide away from it as it passes you. Um, but we, Reed's a psychopath, the, the storm right. chaser guy that I go with. And we ended up punching it from behind. And we were also late to it, too. So we punched it from behind. When you come through behind of it, you got to go through the storm of all the hail and the rain. And you can't see shit. It's blinding rain. Like, you can't even see. Like, we were driving blind. But he just is so good at it. And then right when we pass through the hail and the rain, it's like a quick little, like, silence of, like, just nothing. And then it's like you're in the, the tornadoes right there. And it just breezed past us. And then it kept going. And we looked to our left. And when the town is hit, you have to sh- shut down the search. I mean, you have to shut down the chase. You have to go do search and rescue just in case anybody's hurt or killed and you can assist. And so we immediately went to the town and nobody was hurt and all that. And, uh, dude, I thought, man, when you were doing that, I was like, Fuck, if we lose Bob, man. Man, that would have been it. Dude, I would have I, I mean, but like, I, it's pretty badass way to go out. Bob Mattery dies by tornado. It's like perfect way to go out. Dude, I saw, it, real quick, your Instagram, you, you had a pick with Halle Berry. Was that just a random pick or you fucking know her? Because he loves her. Halle was sitting right in front of me at the uh, UFC fight. It was me, Halle Berry. Jarrett Leto was on my left. David Spade. Uh, it was fucking fun as fuck. Yeah, Dana does a good job with all those UFC fights, but me and Halle got a good pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. You ever yeah. go out to Red Rock? Because Dana has a private place where he gambles there, right? I think it's a uh, Rube there. Yeah, he plays. Uh, he plays high stakes with. Uh, he plays Steve high stakes with it. Steve, and now Timmy goes down there and shit. I don't really. Have you tried Timmy's beer? Bounce back? Not yet. I want to though. I know. I want to see what it is. I, I, the can's interesting. It's like out of the Simpsons. Yeah, dude, you t- you two fucks got to do a podcast together. I know we. Do. I know you did the other one. I didn't really listen to that one, but I mean, the times I've heard you on those two, it's really good. We uh we had a great great show so we need to get back to it as uh as soon as we fucking can which is which is hopefully but the problem is Timmy's now in L A I hate L A I we did it in L A and Timmy won't travel he won't leave he won't leave L A and uh, he also charges like Leonardo DiCaprio numbers for some reason to be on a fucking podcast dude and hey lunch Timmy bounce back he fucking used to have a career he was one of the TVG announcers. The horse racing. Okay. So he would do that shit, and he got fired because he got so fucking drunk. Yeah. They kicked to him, and he was fucking hammered, and he couldn't broadcast. Do we have that? I wonder if that tape is out there somewhere. I know. And that's his friend. I I know he has. Dude, it was the greatest. It was the greatest fucking story ever. Sorry, one second. Keep going, sec. Where is? Okay, hold on. I'm just getting a quick text, guys. Sorry to interrupt the show. No, you're good. I mean, I, I. Ray, I feel like you are. This is hilarious. This is, I mean, 
This is Ray's made his day. He yeah. even slid into your DMs, and you probably didn't see Ray's. He was like, "Hey, Bob, come on the pod. We'll slide you. We'll slide you some money, like ten bucks." <laughs> I uh, want the fucking money. Where is it? Several <laughs> you know? negotiations. And, and then he said, "Tell him we'll pick him up." Because he, he goes, "He's not. He doesn't have a car in town." And Ray, I go, "Ray, we're not picking him up in your 1997 Trailblazer." Why not? I would have fucking loved that. <laughs> I say, <laughs> I would have loved that. Well, the passenger door doesn't open either. I love it. Yeah. I had. A lot I have a uh, I have a obligation right, right now that I have to go to, but I had a lot of fun with you guys. This was great. I literally have a uh, 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 a chick situation. I have to go and see it. I understand. Totally I, understand. I, hey. I have to go get my missionary game back on. Hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate this it. This is a lot of fun, guys. Uh, yeah. Anything else that we uh, want to hit up? I think we've nailed it all. I really just wanted to say my cat died a week ago, literally to this hour. What? And the, the fact, and he was like really close to me. So the fact that I'm fucking interviewing my idol a oh, week you're the to the man. day, dude, this is phenomenal. And also my best friend Justin, he loves you. So Ripper Magoo, Zappy, Zipper, Zips, Zappy, Zingers, Zingies. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. I, I love that I had to, I can't hear you because the audio went out. And it was like such a sad story you were telling. And I had to just pretend along the way that I heard you say all that stuff. And it sounded so nice, but I couldn't hear you because my headphones went out. They cut out. That is great. So, thank you, thank you, Bob. Thank we you, appreciate man. it. That was fun. That was really good stuff. You guys got a show in? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.